0: beautiful boundaries. Is that an oxymoron? Find out on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello and welcome to episode four of Pushback. Beautiful boundaries. So is that an oxymoron? As I mentioned on other podcasts, I love the definition of words. Well, the definition of oxymoron is a figure of speech in which apparently contradictory terms appear in conjunction. So let's talk about boundaries. You know, we're told by our culture that boundaries are constricting and limiting and that we should live in a boundary-less society or life. In that case, beautiful boundaries seems like it would be an oxymoron. But make no mistake about it. We choose to live within boundaries all the time. We don't get to live doing anything we want to do. We, have a, we as a society have actually set boundaries that define our country and even our citizenship. I know that boundary and, and borders is a hot topic right now. We live in Minnesota and we go fishing in Canada all the time and we have to cross the border and show our passport and say why we're leaving the country and similarly coming back into our country. Boundaries are important and they create a safety and security for us. I just found out that I have a listener in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So hello to all my Canadian friends. We have boundaries nationally and civically. We live by laws that keep us safe and secure and allow us to live the culture of America, which is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We have, or we should have, personal boundaries. It's to protect ourselves, our families, and how we expect to be treated. I believe, and I feel very strongly, that the marital relationship is the most important relationship, most important human relationship here on the earth, and that marriages need to have boundaries. I say, and will continue to say, that the most important thing that you can do for your children is to strengthen your marriage. We need to have, have established boundaries in our marriage so that that relationship is protected, even from our children. It's important that we know that our marriage is a priority and that even our children are the cute little illegal immigrants, (laughs) that they aren't allowed oftentimes within a boundary, the boundary of marriage. And just on a side note, and this is just extra for free, I believe that the marital bed, our bedroom, is a boundary. And if you have your children sleeping with you in your bed, I I would just humbly ask you to reconsider because it's sending a message to them of the importance and the priority of your marriage. And the marriage bed is a place of intimacy and a boundary that your children shouldn't enter. See, these are present because, and why they seem to be natural is because it's the way the father created it from the beginning. See, boundaries are what I call a garden principle. See, Adam and Eve were created with, with purpose and responsibility, but I think you'll be happy to know that they weren't responsible for the whole world. They were actually given what was theirs to care for and to steward. In Genesis chapter 2, it describes the extravagant culture and the environment that the father created for the first couple, the first married couple placed into the garden. And if you read Genesis chapter 2, it describes four riverheads that would actually serve as the boundary for the Garden of Eden in which they would live. But here's the crazy part. They were placed within a boundary and they were given only what they were given to steward. However, within the boundary, they operated in complete freedom. They were naked and they were unashamed. They they lived in in a freedom culture that was afforded to them by a father but could only be found within a boundary. See, we think... Boundaries can be constricting and oppressive, but actually within a boundary is the only place that we, and especially our children, can operate in complete freedom. My family and I had the privilege of going to Niagara Falls. If you've never been to Niagara Falls, you should put it on your list, your to-do list, because it is a wonderful place. I will never forget it. I'll never forget the grandeur and the power of the falls. We took one of those boats that bring you right down to the foot of the waterfalls. It was an amazing experience. I will never forget it. They had built um, a observation platform that you could view the greater totality of the waterfall. And this huge concrete uh, platform was built out over the ravine and you could go out onto onto the platform and get a much better view of the waterfall. Of course, on this platform, there were railings that were built and we have pictures of our children posing in front of the railing, which was in front of the falls themselves. And it served as a boundary so that we could freely go and experience something that we never would be able to see without it. Now imagine our experience if we let our children go out on this platform and there were no railings. It would be a completely different experience, wouldn't it? In fact, we probably wouldn't let our children go out there at all. We would keep them from participating in something that we wanted them to see. See, I believe, and if you get nothing else out of this podcast, please hear this one point, that the boundaries we place around our children are beautiful and desperately wanted by your children. The boundaries you place around your children are beautiful and desperately wanted by your children. And I don't mean just toddlers or young kids. I mean children at any age. See, when we are parents and we're raising children and every parent has experienced this, children will always... Push up against the boundaries, won't they? And I would submit to you, it's not just because they're being rebellious, but it's because they want to know that it's there. See, boundaries provide a security, just like my Niagara Falls example. We as parents would go up to that railing and make sure it's secure, (laughs) it's for security. And because it's for security and because they're beautiful and because they're important and because they're desired by our children, they need to be clearly communicated, unified between the parents, intentional, and consistent. See, when we establish boundaries for our children and they're movable and they're variable, it actually creates anxiety. It's the opposite of security. When a boundary that's there today, but then gone tomorrow, or can be negotiated, it actually creates an anxiety within our children. It creates an anxiety with us. This is true for any age. In fact, boundary living is a lifelong experience. As I mentioned before, I'm a medical physician, And in my family medicine practice and in my emergency medicine practice, most of what I do, I would say even 70% of my practice is reassurance. Now, I don't say that in a condemning or critical way towards my patients, but we are living in a society, in a culture right now that is inundated with anxiety. And I believe the reason that we live in anxiety and that it is increasing in our culture is because we are advocating a boundaryless society, boundaryless living. And when we live outside of boundaries or we remove the value of boundaries, it creates anxiety within us. See, culture says, don't put boundaries around your children. They say, let them discover life on their own. Hmm. Life will be their teacher. Sort of the school of hard knocks. So many parents say, well, I had to learn the hard way, and so do they. See, I think that's ridiculous. See, I think that's what parents are for in fact there is a there is a unparenting movement that i believe is actually growing out of an insecurity in parenting see life being their teacher is often referred to as consequence based parenting now that my friends is an oxymoron see if you let consequences parent your children then they don't need parenting See, I believe we have been put on this earth as a parent, and there is no other word like parent. It is designed to actually place loving boundaries around our children so that they can live in complete freedom. And I would argue or push back against consequence-based parenting and ask this question. What consequence is too great? What category is... Or what class in the school of hard knocks are you willing to allow your children to be exposed to? What consequence is too great? Injury? What about heartbreak? What about STDs or, or pregnancy? What about addiction? Make no mistake about it. Absolutely, our children can learn a lot from the hard lessons of life isn't it better to parent them and have them actually learn from you and maybe even from the mistakes that you've made in the past so that they can avoid them? Intentional and proactive parenting can afford your children the freedom within a boundary. The freedom to be a kid and avoid all of the The bondage and the drama and the baggage, or as my wife would say, the the C-R-A-P, that so many children leave their teenage years with. See, we need to love them enough. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but sometimes unparenting is a consequence of lazy parenting, if I can be so bold. But really, it's a consequence of uncertainty or insecurity in parenting. And there's no shame in that. We need to lean into being proactive and intentional with our children so that they can actually experience the freedom of living within a boundary. See, there may be many teenagers that come to parents after they've heard this podcast (laughs) And you begin to place loving boundaries about them. And they complain and they push back against the boundary. But again, remember, the boundary is there. And they push back against it to see if it's secure. To see if you mean it. And they'll push against that boundary. And they'll even make comments like, well, so-and-so's parents said it was okay. Or other people's parents allow them to behave a certain way. Well, my response to that is, well, their parents don't love you as much as I do. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it really comes down to the fact of, of leaning into parenting so strongly that you love your, your children enough to even go to that uncomfortable place of placing loving boundaries about them. And it may feel painful at first, but, but believe me in this. I believe this with my whole heart that your children want it deep down inside they don't like the embarrassment they don't like the peer pressure they don't like the the feedback they're going to get from their peers i get that but deep down inside they know that you cared enough to participate in their life be active be intentional to put this boundary around them so just tell them their parents don't love don't love you don't love them as much as i love you I love you enough to put this boundary, this loving, beautiful boundary about you so that you actually get to live in freedom. It gives you the language to speak to your children. Have your teenagers listen to this podcast so they know your perspective, where you're coming from, if you agree with me. Now, am I advocating in being an overbearing, overprotective, helicopter-type parent you're hovering over your children for those of you who have ever seen tangled it's it is my favorite animated movie of all time by the way so if you haven't seen that you can put that on your to-do list as well but there's mother gothel right (laughs) mother gothel keeps rapunzel locked up in her castle because of secondary gain and she implements fear over her child to never leave no i'm not advocating Fear-based parenting. And, And one thing you'll hear from me as we go forward very often in these podcasts, that I refuse to let the extremes and the abuses of the father's higher ways change or manipulate his ways. Yes, there will always be parents that take this too far. There will always be parents that lock their children in the castle. But that's not what I'm advocating because remember, the goal isn't incarceration, it's freedom. And it's only found within a boundary. Now, for a boundary to be a boundary, there needs to be real and consistent discipline when the boundary is crossed. And yes, I have many opinions about that too. But that will have to be for a future podcast. So keep tuning in as we lean into these cultural truths. But for this podcast, I want us to embrace pushing back against the culture of unparenting and that we would be be intentional, intentional and proactive in our parenting. There is no other word like parent. Now, you may say... Dr. Johnny, I I have set boundaries around my children, but I've lost containment, and they consistently live without the boundaries that I've placed. Well, my response is that it may be time to tighten the boundary. See, oftentimes when there's pushback against the boundary, we actually look to back off or increase the boundary. When actually, if a child is acting out or living outside the boundary, again, what they're looking for is to make sure that the boundary is secure. It's time to tighten down the boundary, make it more secure, so that they feel loved, safe, and secure, and protected by their parent. It's not easy. It requires a lot of intentionality and a lot of conversation with your child on why you are doing it. If we don't communicate the why, then it feels like incarceration. When we communicate the why and we establish the loving boundary, it actually creates freedom. Now, you may also say, Dr. Johnny, I haven't raised my children with boundaries. What do I do now? And my answer is, you got to start sometime. It's, it's the extreme demonstration of your love for them. And it may require an awkward conversation where you sit them down and say, I understand that I've let you live outside of a boundary or with no boundary at all. But today things need to change. I love you enough and I have revelation for you and experience to teach you. Because of that, I love you enough to put these boundaries around you. Not because I'm mad at you, Not because I want to punish you, but because I love you. Boundaries are beautiful and they're loving. There's no better time than today to establish clear, communicated boundaries around your children, around your marriage, around our lives and relationships. They're beautiful and they're powerful. If you're interested in learning more about parenting and boundaries, I invite you to visit our website, gofam.org. That's gofam.org. Click on the GoFam courses link and it will bring you to the courses that we offer. One of them is called Value the Voice Parenting Course. It's where we train and teach our voice-based parenting culture. I believe it will be transformational in your home and also offer you real practical everyday advice as we train and move forward in raising our children. Remember the goal isn't incarceration, the goal is freedom, which is only found within a boundary. So now let's go together and set and shape the culture.